Welcome, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of Journey to Success Radio. I'm your host, Taylor Tagg. This is the uh, first Journey to Success Radio podcast we've had in some time, episode 529. And uh, the, the point today is to share some information with you about rebuilding your business, some foundations that will be important to you as you rebuild your business coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. I know many of you who own your own business, entrepreneurs are waiting to get back to business, uh, waiting uh, to rebuild, to reopen, and to, to go forth with your business. And as you do that, some things will be really important to you as you're reestablishing yourself, reestablishing your business, your revenues, rehiring your employees again, and so the, the point of this episode is to give you some of those foundations that are so key essential to science success in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book, being a certified Napoleon Hill Leadership Foundation instructor. We want to just uh, be able to, to share with you some of the key foundations that hopefully will help you uh, on your rise back up and surpassing where you were uh, when all this happened. And so... We hope you enjoy the episode today and stay safe. We'll see you again soon. Welcome, everyone, to Business Survival and Success During the COVID-19 Crisis. I'm your host, Taylor Tagg, a certified leadership instructor, and we welcome you to the program. Uh, we're going to give you some information and tips that will help you turn your business around during this difficult time for us all and also be able to thrive and be successful as, as this crisis ends and we begin to ascend back up uh, to economic uh, security and thrival. Uh, and we want to be able to share some really important foundational uh, things with you that will help you in your business and, and moving forward. And so we thank you for, for joining us. And again, my name is Taylor Tag, and uh, this program was originally scheduled to be at the Entrepreneurs Network Center in Memphis, Tennessee on Monday, March 30th. But since we can't get together in person, now we're bringing this to you in the form of a webinar uh, so we can we can share with each other during this time. And, and really the question that, that is on everybody's mind as far as their business, whether you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, uh, you have employees, you're a solopreneur, uh, your business is hurting at this at this moment. And so the question is, how does your business survive the COVID-19 crisis? And so uh, th this may be a little bit different webinar than you're used to because we're kind of going to go back in time a little bit, you know, to find out how did people move through and survive difficult times in the past, you know, to be able to come out of the other side even better than when they went in. And I think that's the goal for everyone of us is to how do we get our business back? And then also, how do we how do we come out better on the other side of this than we did uh, before this crisis happened? And so we're going to focus on a few of, of these fundamental principles today that hopefully will be able to not not change your mind about anything, but hopefully expand your perspective on what is possible. Uh, because there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And, and of course, a lot of that is out of our control. But there are a few things that are in our control. And so we want to be able to, to focus on those things and get prepared for when things do open back up. How can we take the best advantage of that? And so we're going to focus on that uh, here coming up. The the, fo the focus today uh, it, will be on the four maxims to business success and survival. And these are taken from the Think and Grow Rich book of Napoleon Hill. And Dr. Hill was one of the foremost minds in personal development uh, in really in history, history of our country and the history of the world. And he wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich, uh, as it came out of the Great Depression and all of the adversity and difficulty that were, was faced during the Great Depression. Um, out of this came Think and Grow Rich, which is a, a wonderful book. It's one of the still one of the top 
selling motivational books of all time, even today, even though it was written back in 1937. But there's some foundational maxims and fundamentals that can really benefit us in 2020, today as we move forward. And really, these, these principles are timeless. Uh, they, don't, they don't know a time. They, they just know a way and behavior of moving through the world. And that's really our focus today is to help us get out of that sense of, of fear and, and failure that we, and defeat that we seem to be in right now so that we be, can begin to thrive as we come out of this. And so we're going to focus on the four maxims of definiteness of purpose, applied faith, uh, the Mastermind Alliance and what that means. And then also learning from adversity and defeat. And then there's a bonus maxim that I'll share with you uh, about positive mental attitude and how that can help you be very successful and help you survive this difficult time that we're all experiencing right now. One of uh, Dr. Hill's greatest quotes uh, is what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And we're going to talk a lot about belief today and uh, question Hopefully you can question what you believe in and see if that is cohesive uh, with your ability to, to, to gain more, move through greater times uh, and your beliefs and how that factors into whether or not we can be successful with this on the other side. And so again, we invite you to join us here for just a little while uh, to talk about really some of the key factors that will be really important to us moving forward through this crisis. The first maxim, uh, definiteness of purpose. And the definiteness for the purposes of, of this webinar would be to find some kind of certainty in an uncertain world. And we know this COVID-19 virus has really kind of taken us all by surprise. It has shut down our whole country uh, for the most part, uh, with the exception of a few industries that are keeping us alive, the, uh, the food and, and truck and travel transportation industries, the essential hospitals that, that are critical to helping us move through this, this, uh, this virus. Uh, but there's so much uncertainty out there of what's going to happen. How are we going to recover? Who are we going to turn to? You know, what, what can we look forward to? What can we hope for? And so the point of today's webinar is to help you find some certainty in an uncertain world. And then the, the, the concept of purpose. And just for today, that just means what are you doing and where are you going? And even if you don't have a clue about that right now, you can begin throughout the purpose of, of this webinar and consequently after this webinar to begin to think about what you're going to do and where you're going to go as we move through this. And to, to combine definiteness finding some certainty in an uncertain world and purpose of what are you doing and where are you going? We can put these two together in definiteness of purpose. And then we can give a def good definition of that is that certainty in where you're going and what you're doing. And this, according to Dr. Hill was the starting point of all achievement is figuring out what you're going to do, how you're going to get there, and the process and the plan to be able to, to put that into motion. And what's really interesting to me in, in, in looking at this throughout uh, all of history is that not a lot of people have a definite plan for what they want to do. And the research says that only two out of a hundred have a definiteness of purpose about them, a uh, burning desire to get to a place to, uh, serve people in a certain way to make a certain dollar of revenue uh, to, to help and be as helpful as they can in as many ways as possible, but they have a plan to do it. And everybody knows that everyone's plan doesn't always work out the way we want it to. It's, it's flexible enough to be able to change. Um, it's flexible enough to be able to shift directions at times. And so that's part of, of the definiteness of purpose is it's not set in stone. It is flexible. It is moving. It can change directions if it needs to. And of course, you as a leader of your company would be responsible for making those decisions. But the fact of the matter is that you get yourself to a point that you can make those decisions and do it with a certainty and a definiteness about it. 
And so our questions that are going to come up throughout this, this webinar and afterwards are what can you get certain about during the COVID-19 crisis? Many of you are thinking, well, there's not a whole lot to get certain about at this point because everything seems so uncertain. And yes, to a degree, everything is uncertain. Uh, we are to continue to see a rise in, in, in the cases of COVID-19. We've yet to uh, cross the, the curve and, and come down on the other side. So things still seem very uncertain. But we'll figure out in, in establishing our definiteness of purpose that there are a few things that we can get certain about. There are some factors in our life that we can control and what we, we can control and we can do, we can get certain about. And so we'll talk about what those things may be and how you can get a better sense of certainty in your life. And then also, what, what can you commit to right now during this time? One of the questions that we're, we're all asking is, will we remain in business? And I, th I think a lot of companies will be able to find a way out. Some may not. But that's a question and, and part of establishing your own certainty. Will you remain in business? I think for all of us, we want, we want to be able to remain and not only remain, but grow and come out of this much stronger people. And I think that definition of purpose definitely begins in your mind and is shaped by motive. We'll look at a few motives here coming up, but it does begin in the mind. And I probably will say this several times during the course of this webinar, but where focus flows, energy goes, where your focus flows, energy goes. So if you're buying into all the negativity, all the doom and gloom and all that's, that's, that's coming with that, then that's, that is building, that is building up inside of you, mind, body, spirit, and it, it, it can do some damage to you physically, mentally, and emotionally, even spiritually as well. And so definite is a purpose begins in the mind on finding what is good, finding what is positive, finding where you can move forward, move up instead of down. You know, everything seems like it's going down and down and down. But trust me when I tell you that it's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when things are going to begin to climb and begin to move up again. And are we, will we be in position to be able to take advantage of that upward curve? And that's what this webinar is all about is to give you some encouragement, to give you some tips and tools to be able to help your business be successful and be in position when the economy in, in America begins to start up again. And so definiteness of purpose is, again, the starting point for all achievement that's going to be going forward. And here's some examples of, of, of even just the small things we can consider our purpose today. And I think number one is, is practicing social distancing. And for many of us, we don't view it as saving lives, but the fact that we are all doing it at this point, or most of us are practicing social distancing, you can't consider yourself a hero. The problem is that many of us, most of us will never even know or be able to see how we're saving lives because we're fighting an invisible enemy. And practicing social distancing is, is a way of staying apart. But by staying apart, we're actually uh, uh, decreasing the life of this virus exponentially every day. And so we are all heroes in doing that. And that can simply be part of your purpose uh, in your life. If that's what you, what you need to do, washing your hands, keeping your social distance between people, that is coming together in collaboration to be a part of the solution and not the problem. And then our purpose today is in having a plan of action to be able to stay in business, to be able to thrive uh, when the time is right, to be able to, to turn around and, and get ourselves in a positive mode again. And I think as, as well as we move through the, uh, the uncertainty of the virus and how it's affecting all of us, uh, we need to make sure that we ta are taking time to focus, to relax, uh, that our mental, physical, and emotional well-being, that we're taking time to, to, to take time to do that uh, because th all this emotional uncertainty, this, uh, 
negativity that we're experiencing, the, the, the death toll that we find rising, continue to rise every day. It can, it can play a part in our health, in our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And so taking time to relax, taking some deep breaths, meditating or praying uh, to, to, to be able to recognize these negative emotions that are within us and give ourselves some time to release them, to let them go so that we can be mindful and take time to focus on ourselves as we're helping our neighbors, as we're focusing on uh, making sure we all stay safe the best we can. That is part of our purpose and can be part of our purpose. And this virus seems to be passing negativity and death and destruction from person to person. And it seems to be, if it's not affecting us directly, it is indirectly affecting us in our business and the economy and, and all those things that seem to be uh, negatively effective. And so how, we can, how can we counteract that? Counteract that? The best way to do is to find something positive to pass from person to person. Maybe that comes in the form of a compliment, a smile, being aware of your, of your body language and your tone with people as you're in the grocery store, as you're, as you're, you know, securing food and your goods that, that will keep you, you know, safe for the next week or two. What can we pass that's positive from person to person as this virus takes its toll on us in a different way? And the more that we can counteract that effect of the virus with positivity that we're passing from person to person, the sooner we can overcome this virus. And so any and all of those things and even more than many more things can be part of your purpose today if you choose for it to be. And so what can you find that you can do today that is positive in nature that can be part of your purpose for not only keeping yourself and your family safe, but for the people around us. Now, I want to spend just a few moments here on uh, what drives us, the basic things that drive us, and then I want to look at fear because I think fear is prevalent at this point. Um, I don't know many of us who are moving through the day without feeling some of the fear of what's going to happen and the uncertainty of not knowing what's really going to happen. And so as you, you read the screen, you can, you can kind of look at the 10 basic motives. Uh, the desire for self-preservation, uh, the emotion of love. Uh, of course, there's fear at number three. Uh, life after death is a motive as well. Freedom of body and mind, revenge, hate, self-expression and recognition, and material gain. And then I'm, I'm also adding the spiritual motives of growth and contribution. Contribution to society, our neighbors, and uh, personal and community growth as well. And so as you uh, are looking at those 10 motives, and I'm really showing this for a purpose because you can probably identify the one or two motives that are driving you right now. And I think that for many of us, uh, the desire for self-preservation and fear are probably the predominant motives that are driving us right now uh, because of our external uh, situation and the uncertainty that is uh, pervading our lives seemingly minute by minute, uh, second by second. And so the point is to, to see what, what motives are driving you at this point. And does there need to be a shift in your motives? Is, is fear going to continue in your life? Is self-preservation your number one um, uh, focus at this point? And don't get me wrong, I mean, we're all human beings. You know, the mind is designed uh, 1,000% to, beyond all shadow of a doubt, keep us alive, number one. And the mind will find ways to keep us alive. But beyond our, our, our living, and considering that we may not have COVID-19 at this moment, what are some of the other motives that we can shift into? Uh, the emotion of love, a uh, love for um, ourselves, love for our families, love for our neighbors. 
who maybe can't do the things that uh, everyone else can do. And then maybe they need a little extra help or maybe they need some assistance at some point. And can we do that out of uh, compassion and love for them? And to me, that is, that is a great, a greater motive to be focused on during this difficult time. And I also want to cover uh, the seven basic fears, according to Dr. Hill in his book, because I think a combination of these fears are really what's per- pervading our society at this point. And you look at the seven basic fears here, uh, the fear of poverty, which is number one. Uh, number two is the fear of criticism. Number three, the fear of ill health. You know, obviously catching this virus and, and not doing so well with it. And the fear of loss of love. And number five, the fear of old age. Number six, the fear of loss of liberty. And number seven, the fear of death. And so I put these seven basic fears up for you today because I think they're really important. And I think a combination of these fears are driving a lot of us at this point. Obviously, the fear of of poverty, of things going so terribly wrong and losing our jobs and our livelihoods, the ability to provide for our families. And the fact that we feel like we may, we just may lose, lose everything and end up being poor and, and unable to provide. So the fear of poverty, I think, is really pervasive. And then, and then number three, the fear of ill health, of catching this virus, of uh, not coming through it with, with very good results. The fact of the matter is that 80% of the people that, that catch this virus come out of on their side, uh, usually with little to no symptoms. It's the other 20% that may have compromised immune systems, uh, other factors uh, or uh, diseases in their life that is really affecting them in a negative way. And so there's this fear of ill health. And then there's the, the fear that comes with that, the, the fear of, of death, that not only will you be poor, not able to provide, but you're going to catch this virus and then you're going to die. And I think for the majority of us, that will not be the case. It won't be the case for everyone, but it's nothing that we should fear to the point where we can't help each other get through this. And so I think a combination of these fears is is what is driving us. And the question becomes, how can we move out of the fear of poverty or the fear of ill health? or the fear of death, or the fear of loss of liberty, that you'll, you'll lose your, your freedoms to, to do whatever you want when you want, and move into to the opposite of that, the, the emotion of love, the freedom of body and mind, the self-expression, recognition, and help, and support, and collaboration that we can provide for other people. And the question becomes, what is driving you right now? And what do you need to drive instead? And, and there's this, this old tenet that, you know, life is either driving you or you are driving life. And one of the questions become, who is the rider and who is the horse? And if you're the horse getting rode by fear, fear of poverty, fear of ill health, fear of death, fear of loss of liberty, all these fears all the time, maybe it's time for you to turn that around and begin riding fear to your advantage. And we'll talk about ways to do that here coming up. The second maxim that is so important beside definite of purpose is applied faith. And it is the ability to believe. To believe in what? What's the ability to believe in oneself, to believe that the future will be brighter. God's plan in all of this for your life. And to believe in the solutions and your purpose. That actually your purpose can become even greater through the most difficult of times. And there's a great story of uh, a mechanic Uh, where this man was driving out on the highway and his car broke down and he didn't know really much about cars or parts or anything like that. So he he pulls over to the side of the road 
He gets out, pops his hood, opens the hood, looks at the engine, and it all looks the same to him. He can't make any distinction out of anything. So he calls a mechanic who comes out in the wrecker, pulls his car over to the man, gets out, walks up to the hood, surveys it for about 10 seconds, reaches his hand down into the engine, unscrews a part, brings it up to his mouth, blows on it, and he sees a bunch of dust coming up. And it this part clears out. And then he puts the part back in place, and the car starts right up. And the man is amazed that this mechanic could, in 10 seconds, figure out what is wrong with his car. That it was a part that had been clogged up that was keeping the car from running efficiently. And once the mechanic cleared out the part, cleared out the dust, cleared out the dirt, the uh, the flow was was back again and the car is running efficiently. And that seems to be a great example of what is happening in our society at this moment, that this virus, this COVID-19 virus is creating some uh, dust. It's creating some fog. It's creating some dirt in our society. And we have to believe that a great, the great mechanic you know, our, our God is going to come in and help us clear the air here, get the dust out, uh, help us with the flow of life again, that there is not an, an if, but a when, and that God's solutions are so much bigger than any of the problems and the combination of all the problems that we have in this world, that our faith in ourselves, in the future, and God's plan for us and our purpose will be exponentially greater in the future. And whatever your persuasion, whatever your belief, whatever your, your intention is for that, which is, which is higher than you and bigger than you in, in creation, in our creator is that our problems are so much smaller to God's solutions and that this too shall pass. It's still going to take some time, but it's not if, but it's when. It's when recover, we recover, not if. And so when it does, we will be better, and we will be better off for it. And, and this is a, a great uh, tenet as well, as faith exists so much as it's used. So if you're not in position to exercise your faith in what you cannot see, to exercise your faith in a better tomorrow, to exercise your faith that things are not great right now, but they will be, that there's so much uncertainty, but faith does provide us with a level of certainty that one day it's going to get better. And it's not if, it's when. And that when is still to be determined yet, but it's coming. It is coming, and it's coming sooner than you think. Here's the great thing about applied faith. And we, we've talked about, you know, coming up with a, with a plan to execute a definite of purpose over the next six months and 12 months to kind of find a way to, to increase and get better. But really, all that's required of us today is to figure out how to take the next step. What is the next step for us? In your business, it may be rehiring some employees that you've laid off. And we'll talk about ways that you can do that and get relief for that coming up here. It may be to recover your revenues in the next six months. It may be to get back to a level of profitability in the next six to 12 months. It may be figuring out exactly what you need to do next week to keep your business going. Maybe that's the next step, but all that's required in the walk of faith is to take the next step. And we don't, you know, rely on our human minds to help figure out everything that's going to happen in the future. We just don't know. All we have to do is take the next step 
and rely on our creator and our God to help us maneuver through those steps and increase us and increase us. So applied faith is the ability to believe, to believe in something better, to believe that this is one day going to end, to believe we will be better people for it because we went through it. And that is application of our faith. The next maxim is an important one uh, because it, it talks about our ability to collaborate with each other, our ability to help each other solve our problems. And we got plenty of problems right now in, in helping getting the economy back to where it can even function. But the Mastermind Alliance is intended for a committed community of business owners who are intent on helping each other succeed to come together to function in perfect harmony and friendship for a collective specified purpose. And with each mastermind Alliance, the purpose is different and it is, it is full of like-minded individuals who are willing to give first and receive second. And so you give for the, for the purpose of the community in helping each other solve our problems. And in doing that, you get your own solutions solved. And the Mastermind Alliance is a number of individuals that come together for a specified purpose to help each other collectively be better in their businesses. And if you've never been a part of a Mastermind Alliance, now is the perfect time to become part of a group of people who are in the same boat as you may not be in the same industry, but they're in the same boat and they're trying to get better. This is a perfect time to create a mastermind alliance. And this is a place and an environment where friendly counsel carries more weight than unfriendly criticism. Meaning each member of the group is there for friendly counsel to help their neighbor solve their problems so that their neighbors can help them solve their problems. And we all need some help coming out of this, this, uh, this COVID-19, uh, basically economic lockdown. Uh, we all need some help and being a part of a mastermind alliance actually helps us supplant fear with faith that together we can be much stronger than we can individually. And the Mastermind Alliance became part of the science of success that Napoleon Hill taught. And he wrote this book coming out of the Great Depression. Uh, it was published in 1937, four years after the end of the Great Depression, but a time when the country was going through a recession. At the moment in 1937-38, the country was going through a, a an additional recession coming out of that Great Depression. And so the the need for people to get together in a like-mindedness of, of, of collaboration was extremely important. And it's so easy for us to criticize people instead of collaborate with them. And what is needed now is collaboration. Mastermind Alliance. Probably the maxim that I, that I love the best. This is what attracted me to Think and Grow Rich and the Science of Success and the Pulling Hill, and that is learning from adversity and defeat. And one of the great quotes is adversity and defeat is permanent only if accepted as such. So if you accept adversity that we'll never get out of this, that it will never be the same. Uh, I mean, we, we may never be the same, but, but that can be a good thing. But that adversity and defeat is temporary. If we see it as such, if we choose it, if we choose to see it as, as temporary, then it will be temporary for us. That opens up faith, that opens up purpose, that opens up the ability to collaborate together, that opens up everything. When we see this as a temporary, a temporary issue. And every defeat, every disappointment, and every adversity carries seeds of equal benefits or greater. What does that mean? It means all this disappointment that we're going through and adversity that we're experiencing 
carries with it equivalent seeds or greater. Meaning if we choose to find what is good from this, if we choose to see how stronger we can be coming out of this, the seeds of, of growth are there. And they will always bring us to a greater point than we were when we went into this. But we have to choose to find it. If we don't choose to find it, the seeds will never grow. It's like watering the ground. You put some seeds in the ground and you water your plants, you water your bushes, you water because you want to see them grow into beautiful flowers and bushes. If you don't water your seeds, they'll never grow. And if you don't find what is good in this mess, uh, that you never experience the benefits on the other side. And so what you choose to find from COVID-19 will define your life for the next several years. And that, that's, a, that's a pretty tall statement, but I would have to say that the recovery from this unprecedented virus will be unlike anything we've ever had to experience or go through. Uh, I, I'm just... This is, we've never had to deal with this kind of stoppage and this kind of uh, separation in our society. And so it, it's hard to expect that the recovery is going to be anything but uh, different. Now, does that mean that, is that a negative thing or a positive thing? It's neither. It just means that this situation is different from anything we've experienced and the recovery from it will be different than anything we've ever experienced. And so your choice to find what is good and what is positive and what, what can be found is going to be so much more important as we move through the next days and weeks and months of this, of this difficulty. And, and also, you know, sometimes that uh, life takes us uh, off guard. It, it catches us off guard and we never, asked for this. Uh, it really wasn't our fault, but it's been thrown upon us and it is what it is. We have to find a way to move through it. And knowing that without it, without this adversity and without sometimes feeling defeated, uh, we don't grow. We don't grow. And so this is now the time to begin to get yourself in position to grow like you've never grown before. Does that mean that you're going to change or have to change a few of your habits? Yeah, that means you may have to change the way you perceive things, the way you think about things, the way you go about doing things in the future. But if you choose to find the growth that comes from that, you will come out a stronger, more vibrant, more positive person uh, that, that and you can affect all the people around you in the same way. And the thing that happens even in this difficult time is that adversity often breaks our negative habits and uh, forces us into more constructive habits that we would never get into any other way. And so you have a choice. You have a choice to find what is positive and what is good, even though this is a difficult time. And you know, we're not trying to, to downplay what is, what is real, that people are dying. Uh, that people are getting sick, that, you know, for us to, to get better, we have to stay apart. And it's forcing us to do things in such a different way. But don't fear it. Don't fear defeat because it may reveal to you powers that you didn't know you possessed. And I just encourage you to find the good, to learn for what we're going through right now, uh, because things are changing and this world is going to change in a different way. And that can be, that can be a good thing and learn from adversity and defeat and learn what is this is teaching you for your own personal professional and team growth. Our bonus maxim that we want to be able to, to cover today uh, is positive mental attitude PMA. And this is this is really important in the science of success, as Dr. Hill put this this uh, seventeen principles together uh, over a twenty year period. He realized that at the end of it, 
that there, were, there wasn't a glue that held it all together. And it was until his friend, W. Clement Stone, came along, uh, who was the, the president of the Combined Insurance uh, Company of America, which we now know as Aon Insurance today. He came along and passed positive mental attitude on to Dr. Hill, which Dr. Hill included in the science of success in what he called the glue that holds the whole philosophy together. And you know, I want to talk about positive mental attitude for a minute. And, it, you know, it goes, this kind of goes back to the concept of emotional intelligence, that it's, it's not, it's not the virus that is um, defining us at the moment. It is how we respond to this virus that will make all the difference. And you can choose to be positive about this, to find what's good, or you can also choose to, to, to find what is, what is costing you the, the, what it's making you feel in pain and suffering. You can choose that as well. And that, that is, that's neither good nor bad. It just is what it is. It's not the thing, but it's how we respond to the thing that's making all the difference. So for me, I'm built to find what's good. I had to find what is going to help me become a better person. It's going to help me build a, a bigger business. It's going to help me help small business owners, you know, find their way out of this and maneuver their way and become stronger businesses because of it. Uh, that's, that's my choice. And that's what I had to, to find in this difficult adversity and this, this seemingly defeat that we're experiencing at the moment. And of course the, the whole makeup of positive mental attitude is this keep your mind on the things you do want and off the things you do not want. And it is so easy to focus on the things that uh, we're, we're experiencing that we're, it's costing us in, in the form of, of lost revenues in the form of, having to lay off employees in the form of seeing our business revenues just almost depleted. Those are the things that we do not want. And if we focus on what we do not want, we get more of it. Conversely, if we focus on what we do want, then we get more of that as well. And so you have the choice to focus on the things that you do want, which is getting your revenues back up, hiring your employees back, um, coming out of this economic disaster, a better person, a better company, and a better shape than you've ever been in your life. And so positive mental attitude has, plays a part in, in how we see and feel and perceive the world and ourselves. Here's a great statement that nothing great was ever, ever come and achieved without a positive mental attitude. And I think that's pretty true. And positive mental attitude, again, it goes back to what we seem to have control over and what we have no control over. And the only thing that we do have control over is the privilege of taking possession of our own mind and of our own heart and directing it to means that benefit us and those around us. We can't control the virus. We can't uh, stop the virus from spreading. We can keep our distance. We can take precaution. We can stay safe. And in doing that, we find a way to slow the virus so that the virus eventually will starve itself out. And we do that through a positive mental attitude. Nobody wants to be in this situation, but we're here and we're in it. And the, and the positive mental attitude is the glue that will hold our survival and our success together. And again, either life rides us or we ride it. And our attitude will determine who is the rider and who is the horse. I don't know about you, but I want to be the rider and I don't want to be the horse. And so always, always we like to say is a PMA all the way, PMA all the way. And the positive mental attitude can get you uh, to the next minute to the next hour 
to the next day, to the next week, to the next month, to the next year. If you find what is good, focus on that and keep moving and creep, keep moving and growing forward. So here is a four-step plan to be able to survive in business and be successful. Express your desire for what you want in the next six months. That is your definiteness of purpose. It can be the very smallest of things to smiling to people, to giving compliments, even when everybody's going crazy, um, to get your revenues back up to an acceptable level, to get your employees rehired. That could be all part of your purpose. And so now is the time for reflection when we're working from home for most of us and we have a little more time on our hands. Now is the time to begin to make a new plan forward. Even though our business may not ever go back to what it was, um, it can be even better potentially in a different way because we're going to find the road to get there. So we find our definition of purpose. We create a plan for attaining that desire or want. And that can be on an hour by hour, day by day, week by week basis. What do we want? And we begin focusing all of our conscious effort behind creating that desire and that want, that burning desire inside of us to be successful, to survive this, to be better than we were before we went into it. And we, we have a definite of purpose. We have a plan for wanting to get there. We're putting all our efforts behind it and we're applying our faith that all is possible and that we will be lifted up with like-minded people through the mastermind alliances that we, we decide to join and we'll be lifted up from the hand of God in our time of need. You know, there's an old saying that, that I used to hear as a child uh, from several generations ago is when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And that's all by choice. You have the choice today to begin to improve what you can control and get your mind off of things that you can't do what you can for yourself, for your family, for your neighbors, for your team, for your company, do what you can do today. And that's all it's required. Now here's some tools. It is going to take several weeks for us to be able to uh, begin business and the economy to, to open back up and the government has offered resources for us to help us during that transition. And during that time, the small business administration uh, will be the, the arm of the government that will be administering uh, business disaster loans for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Uh, I would choose, I would encourage you to choose to, to check these resources out, to visit the small business disaster loan website at disasterloan.sba.gov forward slash ELA. Counseling and local assistance are also available in your area of the country at sba.gov. And there will be several different small business loans and potentially grants that will be available. This is all still uh, kind of in its infancy and coming out in the next few weeks. And so there will be more information about uh, how specifically you can, you can apply for a loan, uh, two different types of loan, actually uh, an economic injury disaster loan, which will get your money uh, uh, a lot sooner. And then also the SBA seven, a loan, which part of it, uh, for payroll and purposes of, of debt payments and that kind of thing will, will potentially be forgivable. So there'll be more information about this coming out in the next couple of weeks. I also would encourage you, if you've never read They Can Grow Rich, to uh, find a copy of the book you know, on Amazon. There are a couple links to the book itself and to the Kindle version um, to go online and uh, read this book. Uh, many of uh, the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful businessmen in the entire world uh, have read this book and read it multiple times. They read it every year or two to, to keep themselves going, to give them a, a new, fresh perspective on life. 
because this, this book is so foundational in nature to success and success in business. It is so foundational. It, it, it doesn't matter at the time it's timeless. And so encourage you to go check those out and uh, to continue to help move yourself forward. And if you have want to contact me for assistance, for counseling uh, throughout this um, time that we're experiencing uh, to help encourage you, to motivate you and to help get your business back to the level and beyond uh, that we were experiencing before we, we got this experience, this virus in our lives. Feel free to contact me. You see the, the contact information on the screen, uh, ttag44 at gmail.com. And then also uh, my number there as well. And so, again, I want to encourage you that life, it may never be the same, but it will get better and it will be more successful in the future than we've ever been in the past. Um, and it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when we get back. So knowing that, we have hope. We have hope for the future. We have hope for our businesses. We have hope for, for getting back online sooner than later. And we have um, a, a renewed perspective and a renewed interest now in not only surviving this virus, but beating it and thriving once again in life, in society, and in our daily lives. And again, I want to thank you for joining us today. And again, if you have any questions, my contact information is on the screen. Feel free to contact me at ttag44 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. Thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you and hearing you again soon. Good luck. Uh, life is going to get better and we're on our way. Take care, everyone.